Kia ora koutou. Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 51 of Only a Podcast. Say hello, Captain. Yeah, Captain. Kia ora whanau. Episode 51. I know. We're moving on. Uh, yeah. It's been a while since we've done one. Has yeah, it, uh, life's stuff. been getting in the way, hasn't it? Life! God damn it. Yeah, really gets in the way. I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do politics today. I could do oh. after the announcement of the government, and we could just oh, turn this into a half half an hour rant. On but, my um, my phone pings, breaking news, that. government, and I didn't even bother reading <laughs> it, so I don't know what's <laughs> happened. I'm not interested. No, we won't go even bother. We don't no. waste our precious minutes on no, exactly those idiots. Yes, anyway, yeah. Hmm. Mm. So, um, what we got on the show today? What well, uh Stuff. I mean, oh. all sorts of things. I, I, there's a there's a thing we've both been to, which we're going to talk mm. about. Um, a film. Uh, oh, I don't know. All sorts of things. I've read comments on music that yeah. I've got. We've got books. Uh, we've got and books. Another rant about a price of tickets, which is a, will be a surprise for you, possibly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but first, but first. How about uh, how about that? Stop making sense. Then. Yeah, so we, we yeah. both went in, sorry, not together, but uh, separately. Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, I've, I've only ever seen it once, I think, and that was quite a few years ago. Uh, for those right. that don't know, uh, Stop Making Sense was uh, a film, uh, uh, what do you call it, a concert performance. Indeed. Performed for a, a film. Sorry, that came out terribly. Uh, when was it, 1984, Three. 5, 6, 1983? I Talking, think, Talking yeah. Heads. Uh, they uh, hooked up with Jonathan Demi, who went on to make some great films, um, uh, to make this film called Stop Making Sense. It's a concert, basically. It but, is. Um, and it's just been remastered and and that, and re-released into theatres. Yeah. Uh, it's bloody marvellous, isn't it? It's marvellous. It's just it's joyous. Just it's the thing of joy. We're every just sat single there, sat there just grinning at it. It's just marvellous. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the basic the basic tale is there's the stage looks like they haven't done anything to it when David Byrne walks on with a small ghetto blaster, which is all part of a pose, I guess. But um, uh, and he just does um, a solo psycho killer, and then the concert builds from there, doesn't yeah. it? And, um, and lackeys bring on drum risers and all sorts of things. Yeah. Every every song you get something different. Yeah, something new appears on stage. So then you've got the Absolutely. bass player Tina comes yeah. on and then, then the guitarist comes on and yeah. So you've got the full ensemble with some shit hot uh, session players as well, by the way, some really, really good <laughs> yeah. musicians on there. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it's just, yeah. um, I think it's, it's music of the highest quality, isn't it? Something like talking heads when you yeah. see it like that, it's just so good. Um, I, you, you might kind of, if, uh, if you've not been too deeply involved with them, think they're a bit sort of fey and light and wimpy, uh, but this just disabuses that. Um, yeah, there's some serious, serious playing going on there. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They're absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, if you've not seen it, folks, catch up. And it, it, you can see it on quite a few platforms. Mm. It may be the previous version, i.e. the non-remastered version, but hey, mm. it's all good. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, it, yeah, it, uh, I think that I, I think the remastered one is slightly shorter. Misses a few of the sort of scenery bits out. I think to the. Um, oh, maybe yeah, it was only eighty-eight minutes. So. It was eighty-eight minutes, wasn't it? It was. Um, I think yeah. originally it was just a bit longer than that. But I, oh, you, you either, right. yeah, go. Um, just go. Vicinity. Uh, Even if you don't like talking heads. Oh, it's just, it's uh, it's a thing to watch. You, 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 yeah, it yeah, if you, yeah, it's 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 good. One of those bands, I think, where um, I've said this before. I think 
where the bass player absolutely makes that band. They just wouldn't be the same without Tina Weymouth. She's an incredible bass player. Not the most technically yeah. gifted. She's no Jacko Pastorius, but she she does it right. She plays it for the song. And I'd yeah. forgotten they do uh, some Tom Tom Club stuff, don't they? I'd forgotten about that. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was good as well. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Tina Weymouth. I think she's fantastic. Um, so yeah, go see it, folks, if you if you can, or if not, watch it on your telly, Bobs, because it's yeah, right, good. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, well, maybe not first. No, no. Um, <coughs> I I, um, I might have mentioned on here a couple of episodes ago. I was about to start a new book, um, Verse Chorus Monster, which is the yeah. the memoir autobiography. Call it what you will of Graham Coxon, the guitar player from Blur and esteemed solo artist and movie soundtrack maker and uh, visual artist, painter, all those things. Um, bit of a hero of mine, Graham Coxon, um, has been since the Blur days. And then he started doing some solo material on the side. While I think when Damon was getting gorillas off the ground and Blur were on a bit of a break, he, he released a string of just brilliant solo albums and he's kept going. Yeah. And I've, I've really gone back into them uh, since reading this book. Um, it's really good. A lot of the, I read quite a few books like this, these sort of rock memoirs. And a lot of them are like, oh, this one time we were in Paris and this happened at the concert. And another time we were doing a concert in Texas and that happened. It's not like that. There is a little bit of that, but it's, a, yeah. it's more about, um, he talks more about his himself as in, you know, he struggled with addiction and mental health and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he talks about that. Um, but the, the thing I like the most was he talks about how a lot of his songs came about, which you don't often get in memoirs. Good. They're just telling stories, aren't they? But, you yeah. know, he talks about, you know, yeah, this, this called sequence and these lyrics are, uh, for, were from two different songs. I brought them together and made this song. And he talks about how he got yeah. into movie soundtracks and how he chose music over painting and all that. Speaking of which, I'm going to do a show and tell. So if you're not on, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're not going to see this, but bear with me. I'm just stepping away from the mic. Ta-da! Uh, I hope you can all see that. Yeah. He's holding up a, pointer, a, 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 per, a, per, a picture of an album cover, which yeah, is so, Happiness in Magazines. Ah, well spotted. By, by Graham Coxon. So he did his own artwork. He, he, he does all his own artwork, and he's done artwork for other artists as well, actually. But um, yeah. But this is a limited edition print, one of 300, signed by Graham Coxon himself oh, at the go. bottom there, and hand-signed. So I've got cool. number... I've got number 30 of 300. So oh, that's, uh, yeah, I've had that for quite a few years now. But it's not on the wall at the moment, but it's dead cool. Excellent. It and, looks uh, the, the, the same colour as my, my same paint. Same colour as your living well, office. Yeah, when I bought this, uh, this was the same colour as our walls in the lounge. So this hung on the wall as the same oh, colour, which is a bit odd. Two point. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, bear with me a sec. I, I, so I must say, the album after that, that Love Travels at Illegal Speeds, was released to almost universal indifference. <laughs> and it's marvellous. And it's absolutely sensational yeah. as, as a sort of rock-based indie yeah. thing yeah. with tunes. Yeah. Um, I just do not know why that wasn't bigger than it was. Yeah, because he'd had uh, some anyway. mo- quite a bit of commercial success with the pre- previous album, that one. That with, um, yeah. Uh, freaking Out was a big hit. Been, yeah, you'd expect it would have been built up for that, and then it just went... Yeah. Zoom. But the but album I, after I, that, of course, was all acoustic because he went away and he became friends yep. with Bert Jansch and Davy Graham and he learned all that John yep. Rimbourne-style finger-picking and he did an album called The Spinning Top, and he, uh, which was all acoustic folk. And uh, 
He said yeah. in, in the book, he said that's the first time he felt he'd made a coherent album. You know what I mean? From start to finish, rather than just a collection of songs. Um, okay. Yeah. I like, I like the collection of songs. Though. But uh, yeah, I thought he did sort of Sid, did do a Sid Barrett thing, didn't he? Sort of a Sid Barrett related. Uh, yeah, he might have. Found a likey thing. Yeah, he did um, A&E, the album off. That was A&E, which was much more of the heavier oh, stuff. And then he got true. more into doing soundtracks. So he did the uh, the end of the effing world soundtrack and various other things did this super state thing we wrote a comic book and made music to go with it now of course he's doing that thing with the wave with eleanor rose dougal who happens to be his real life partner i didn't even know that i have a child together there you go i never knew that uh so good book good book that read it if you get a chance good folks um and uh i funny enough uh just as I was finishing that book, I got an idea to, for another one I wanted to read. So I went to the library thing app and said, Oh, put a reservation on this one. Uh, so I put a reservation on. And then the minute I finished the Graham Coxon book, I got a notification from the library saying, Oh, your new one's ready. So that was good. So I took that one back and bought this one. And it's this, which is a bit route one. And if everyone in the world has read it. Oh, yes, I'm, we have those in our house. Oh, oh you've I read them. I haven't have you? read them. Oh, no, okay. I haven't read them. Okay. Well, I'm, holdi- I'm holding up uh, other people. Richard Osman. Uh, the Thursday Murder Club. Uh, so I'm about 50 pages in now. Um, there you go. That's all right. It's good fun, I think. I think it's, it's really yeah. easy to read. I like the language. I like the style. Um, it's humorous, but it's about murders. Um, so I think that's going to be good. He's just released the fourth one in the series, I think, hasn't he? Um, yes. I, I, yeah. I think we've got two, and um, they're sort of sitting there ready to be mm. uh, devoured during the holiday periods, which is yeah. coming up. So yeah. uh, hopefully we will get into into that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, all right. Yeah, so that's what I've been Ooh. doing. What about yourself? Ah, no books from me. Uh, I am reading a book at the moment about the Russian Revolution, but I won't go into nice. that. This particular, well, it's, it's hard. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> I normally re- read before bedtime. Yeah. And that's maybe not the thing. Uh, no. You should be con- concentrating rather than going to sleep. Mm. Um, so it's quite tough to get through. But mm. um, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, various things, various comments. Uh, another thing we've both been listening to. I think you listen to it as well. Um, a new album called uh, Cheers Love or Cheers Love or uh, by um, a guy called Paul Cook, who has been called The Chronicles, not not the Sex Pistols Paul Cook. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, a singer, songwriter, loveliness, isn't it? It's, it is. Uh, it's it's a nice. Very bright, it's nice pastoral, um, Good music. Uh, he's oh, yeah. out there on Bandcamp. I'll probably put a link to the Bandcamp, but he is on Spotify as well. If you've got yeah. that, um, quite a, quite a nice album. It's good stuff. Sort of Neil Maver. Finn, Neil Finn sort of vibes I was getting from it. You kind, kind of, of think. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Nice All music. Good. Nice music. Yeah, yeah, good. And another another music news. Um, mm. I, I, well, the tour was announced quite a while ago. Uh, Morrissey is coming, and I thought, oh, I can't go and see the angry old uncle. You know, much as I'd like to. Mm. Um, and then I happened to catch sight of a set list because mm. it's his 40 years of Morrissey tour, um, yeah. including the Smiths, of course. Mm. And I read the set list and I thought, oh, God, have I made a mistake here? And I thought, no, I haven't really. I don't want a gun, particularly mm. give Morrissey any more money. Yeah. I'll just play the songs instead. And it's, um, I'll just give you a list of most of them 
Um, we hate it when our friends become successful. So eight, eight, alma matters. Stop me if you think you've heard this one before. How soon is now a girlfriend in a coma? Irish blood, English heart, half a person, speedway. Please, 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 let me get what I want. Every day is like Sunday, Jack the Ripper, sweet and tender hooligan, and some new stuff which I never, ever listened to. Mm. But as pretty, a set pretty list, strong, eh? Yow! Yeah. Um, you would want to go and listen to that yeah. if it wasn't such a... Mm. Problem listening to Morrissey these days. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Uh, and another comment yeah. about that no, we're back on the ticket rant again. Oh, yeah. Or I am. I am back on the ticket rant um, with the announcement that um, uh, Coldplay are coming to Eden Park in a year's time. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I can't tell you how much <laughs> tickets are because these days they don't do that until the actual day, until you're online waiting in the in the queue you don't get to find out how much you're going to spend um but there are many levels of spendage um you know absurd special guestery and, and laminated this that or the other and, and special mm. seats and in a yeah. posh person's all the packages you buffet can buy. and yeah. uh, all those things you get all yeah. those things yeah okay but at least you get those things mm. if you spend the money it's a lot of money oh well it's bound to be a lot of money isn't it yep However, speaking of a lot of money, um, the comedian uh, Seinfeld is coming to uh, Auckland. I don't think he's coming down your way. Um, sure. Do you know how much? Do you know? <laughs> do you know? How, you don't. I don't know because I've already checked. No. Do you know how much? Have a guess. How much the top ticket for Seinfeld is? It's a stand-up show, right? No, Just a stand-up show. Stand-up. No special thing. No band. Just a ticket. No, no rig. Right? Well, whether even even if he has support, maybe he has support. I'm not sure. It's a show. You go and you see him. Yeah, emote, I mean, emote a, a realistic guess. How much? A realistic guess. I would say 150 dollars. Would you? 75 quid. Would you? Okay. How much to sit near the front? Is that sitting near the front? I don't know. I just that's what I know. Tickets are really expensive for. Right. Yeah. It's a good job you're sitting down. 849 right. quid. No, dollars rather <laughs> to sit near the front of the Seinfeld show. No one's who is going to pay that. No one's going to pay that money, are they? Well, probably. Who who are the fans that are going to spend that kind of money? Uh, they must be. They must be rich people who use it as a status symbol. A place to be. Corporate packages and all that nonsense. I, I guess I get yeah. eight hundred forty-nine dollars. To sit in the front row and look and listen to Seinfeld. There you go. Staggering, isn't it? Wow. Wow. It's, it's probably the worst one I've, I've ever heard of. With yeah. with no with no with no other difference other than you are further nearer to mm. Godhead. You know. Wow. Anyway, there you go. Whew. Terrific. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? I've got something. So I wrote this down ages ago and we haven't had a chance to record. Uh, I've got no. a new PB, new personal best. Oh. Yeah, not marathon or half marathon or anything like that. Um, Dots? Nope. <laughs> Although my father-in-law got his first 180 a couple of days ago. Yay! Yay. Um, University Challenge. Oh. i got 17 questions right. 17? 17. My previous PB was 11. I wow, smashed it. Dude. I got the first five questions right. So much so, the wife thought, "Hang on, has he watched this before? Is he is he, is he pranking me here? Is he watching?" No, I promise I hadn't. I got the first five questions right, uh, but I ended oh up God. getting seventeen questions right. So, uh, oh. 
beat that anyone out there if you can. 17 uh, correct answers on Unichal, as we call I it. To, I might have to have a go, and then we can see what. Oh, I can see which episode it was. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, then we could be like detectorists. I'd be sort of yeah. telling each other whether we watched University Challenge and yeah, how many yeah. questions <laughs> we got right. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that, that was good. Yeah, that's a good score. That yeah, my best was eleven. Do you think it's we getting? Are we getting more culturally? You know, these are the kind of questions they ask young people because we know them and they Uh, don't. No, (laughs) some some of the stuff these kids know—they're twenty-one years old. Like, how the hell? Oh no, I can understand that. that. Oh my god! Yeah, Um, no, the question just fell nicely for me. I think. Excellent. Yeah, so that was good. When cool. when when they say we we're going to the music round now, are you going to hear popular yeah, music? Like, Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got all the music ones right. Yeah, they just fell for me. But um, yeah, pleased with that. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, we talked, I think, on the last episode. Uh, we mentioned uh, Francis Bourgeois, celebrity train spotter. Yes. And now, um, I've got a feeling everyone knows this. I don't think I'm revealing anything here, but I think we went away from that thinking, uh, I'm not sure about this guy. I think he's a bit of a player. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we were right. I've done a bit of digging. So his real name's uh, Luke, Nichol- Luke Nicholson. There you go. He's not, he doesn't sound posh. He's from Halsden. His mum was a nurse. His dad was a teacher. Not particularly posh. Went to Nottingham University. Um, he's not a nerdy. Well, he is into trains. That's all real. He loves his trains, but he's not a, sort of yeah. nerdy train spotter virgin he's got a very attractive girlfriend he's done modeling for gucci oh there you go because <laughs> when you look at him actually he's a very very handsome young man uh he's model material i suppose um so yeah he's 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 doing all right and looking at all the stuff he's actually been on he's quite the celebrity i didn't know i didn't know this but um, there you go. yeah so i learned a bit more about francis bourgeois he's, uh, which, I, had a, I had a feeling there was far more away to from these things yeah that like, had to be really i suppose yeah uh, yeah yeah but yeah, getting millions of views on Instagram for uh, wearing a camera on his head. Yeah, but he's and really passionate about the trains. Pretending you know. to be a geek. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, good for him. Um, I've just Boys. got one one more thing on my little list here, which is I noticed you're wearing a t-shirt today. I've got two. Oh, no, we're gonna, we were going to do. I don't know, what I was wearing when we were going to record was all that kind of stuff. So today's T-shirt is basically just your plain vanilla, yeah, green party, green party T-shirt. Is the one I put on this morning. Um, I, some other ones I'm going to do. I'm going to do a little bit of a plug because um, I bought them off um, a dude who's on Instagram and various other places. So oh, okay. we'll come to that next time around. I'll wear a, I'll wear one of his, and we can. Well, plug a, him a bit. Here's the thing. So yes, when I turned forty, which is a few years ago now, remember yeah. so, I remember um, chatting to a mate of mine at the time, and I think um, a couple of people as birthday presents have bought me t-shirts. Oh, the Beatles! I got two different Beatles t-shirts from two different people, okay. right, for for my birthday. Mm. And yeah. my mate at the time, he said to me, "Oh, t-shirts! So you, you're forty now. You can't wear t-shirts." So what? Yeah. He said, "Oh no, a chap over forty should should always have a collar." And he said, and, and sportswear is for sports only. And you know what? I, I, I kind of- Are you sti- agreeing I'm with that? Not agreeing, but I've sort of lived by it. I okay. very rarely wear a t-shirt. I feel quite uncomfortable in a t-shirt. I've always got a collar, a polo shirt or a shirt or something. Very rarely wear a t-shirt. And I certainly don't wear sportswear unless I'm doing sports. So I never wear a sportswear. Um, yeah, but it's, right. I don't know. I just, it's kind of weird. No, I don't do. I don't wear collars. It's either exactly the opposite. Oh, it's kind of weird. How weird? And yesterday, yesterday's shirt was a 
um, FC Halifax Town away strip. Nice. So, so yeah. I don't know. I don't mm. know what else about. However, I did say, as I did say to you, I am uh, relatively hopeless at deciding clothes to buy and what will look okay. And I generally do it all right. I mean, you go to Barkers, don't you? I mean, that's a good place mm. to get your things. Uh, one of well, one of the better places I've for, for for a chap, um, yeah, for a mature chap, chap, yeah. indeed. Mm. There you go. Um, but to the extent as this as this fit in with uh, one of my recent follows, and I'm going to can't remember the guy's name now, Marcel. Um, I can't remember his handle on Instagram. Who's a sort of guy who looks a lot like me, and um, just does little videos of like, oh, do you like his jacket? Uh, goes well with his pants, uh, all that kind of thing. I was mm. like, I'm going to follow Marcel, and. Um, See how it goes. Now, so he might he might just like suggest a few things. And there's then, a website. Go, yeah, that's all right. In it, there's a website, and I can't remember it because it's back in the. Well, it's not in the UK, but I last looked at it when I was back in the UK. It's a men's okay. clothes. Might be women as well, but it was a men's clothing website. And you put a load. It, you fill in like a questionnaire at the start, and it suggests clothes for you. Well, so you put in well, your, you your, your size, your height, your age, your body shape, yep. all that stuff. A uh, load of questions. And it puts together these outfits for you. And it wasn't really expensive. I can't remember the name of the website, but um, someone out there might remember. Um, but that was yeah. quite quite interesting, just for ideas. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't really, it could be, I don't buy It could clothes. be useful because yeah. I, am, I, am, I am sort of either not wide enough or yeah. not at all. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, kind of we're opposite shapes. Between. Yeah. It, can I do a large? Well, sometimes you carry off large things, but I can't. So sometimes I do medium and it's like, well, they're a bit short in various places. So I'm blah. Which yeah. is one another reason I don't get involved. It's like, oh, all right. You just need do the basics. You need uh, extra length shirts and all that. That's true. What did those? Marks and Spencer do. I still buy the only clothes I've, I've bought in the last couple of years have been from Marks and Spencer because I know the, the sizes absolutely fit me. Uh, yeah, and you, well, you can get that's them, handy. Yeah, so I know exactly what size I am. You get them sent over here for not much money. And it's, I know it's not very green to do that, but to be honest, I, I don't really buy clothes very much these days. There's no money in the kitty no. for that. No, do I? No. Suit you, sir. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, right. So, uh, oh, 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 hang on, clicks. Um, yeah, what have I got left? Have you, is that, are you, uh, yeah, I don't, yes, ah, this thing. Um, so I was on Netflix last night and I thought, it's time to go to bed. Nah, so I was just watch something else. So I just got half an hour. So I got halfway through. The first episode of just so I could get the flavour of it, um, Squid Game, the game. Ah. So if you don't know, it's out on Netflix. It isn't Squid Game season two. It's Squid Game, the reality show. Real, real, real Squid Game without the deaths, I guess. Without the deaths, I yeah. should have the deaths. <laughs> be a lot of people, a lot of people dead in the first game. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so basically, it is Squid Game. Uh, it looks. Like Squid Game, the sets are the same. You know, they've got the giant yeah. bunk bed yeah, affair to, to, yeah. to, to stay in. The first game is the, the giant robot that um, plays a tune and they yep. have to run past yep. the line uh, before five minutes are up and not move when the robot is not singing and all yep. that kind of thing. Yep. And the way they did the death was basically they, they all had a, uh, a exploding die pack strapped to their chest ah. and there were motion sensor cameras and um, people were exploding the die packs if they saw them move. Yeah. So, splat. And Brilliant. All over. So 100, uh, there were 400-odd 400, 400 
um, people mm. in it. Uh, the prize money is, I think, 450. No, there were 456. 456. No, 4 million. $560,000 uh, is the prize. Nice. Um, they have the bowl suspended mm. where the yeah, money yeah. drops in when people yeah. they have all that. It's all there straight yeah, off the show. Yeah. Um, and 189 people got through the first bit. Um, but I, unlike the real Squid Game, the TV show, um, mm. where you kind of know who you're rooting for, uh, in the first half an hour of the program, I hadn't found anyone I wanted to root for. <laughs> yeah, because there's no backstory, right? Because you get the backstory no in, in backstory. the show. Yeah. But well, there's a tiny bit of backstory and people come in and explain, you know, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And they've obviously given up a large, you know, they've had to give up work for like three months to film mm. this thing in case they get through to the to the mm. end. Mm. Um, so it's quite a commitment to be rewarded with nothing when your die pack explodes on the first game and you're out, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. Um, so there is a bit of backstory with people, but uh, yeah. Uh, I have not yet in the first half hour found any of I thought, okay, these guys are okay. I found mm. lots of people that irritate me. Of course. I don't know how long I'm going to give it. We shall see in the next episode whether I've I'm managed gonna, to watch it. I'm going to watch one, with the, watch one with the kids over the weekend. It sounds watch, like fun. Yeah, watch one. Yeah. Um, let's see how we go. Mm. Uh, there it is. It's, it's, it's coming out. Um, mm. I don't think all the episodes are up yet. It's not up there as a series yet. It's the, right. They're stepping you into it. So. Avoiding spoilers, of course. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Oh, good. Yeah, I might give that a little look over the weekend. Sounds like fun. Yep. Could be good. Uh, and that is all from me, I reckon. As I have one further small comment. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. Which I learnt, a thing I learnt this week. Oh, you learnt something. Well you know, done. you know when you're watching the coffee adverts on the telly? Oh, yeah. And it goes, the finest Arabica beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the finest, the mm. finest Arabica mm. beans. Not the regular Arabica beans, the finest ones. There's my point, because I thought, well, hang on a minute, mm. and I looked it up, and Arabica beans are the most common coffee bean you can get. Yep, yep. So Robusta. They're, they're slightly pushing it there by saying yeah. finest. Well, okay, you can have the finest, but there's millions of these things. We so should do a thing exactly, about, about weasel exactly words. flash. No, it's not. Yeah. It's like saying the, f the finest vanilla ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they do this weasel words thing, don't they, in advertising? You know, you know are you familiar yes. with the concept of weasel words? We should do something on that on the show one of these days because you, you yeah. see it all the time. You know, uh, sale up to 50% off. That means nothing. Up to 50% means nothing. Uh, and yeah, there's lots of that in advertising, isn't there? Marketing stuff that doesn't actually mean anything. Yes. Um, but there we go. Don't get, me, don't get me started on the Bill Hicks marketing sketch. But, uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. trivia question for you. Uh, who's the only person oh. called Oscar to have won an Oscar? Ooh. Oscar Hammerstein. Ah, well done. Stop. Oh. Stop. Hammerstein. Yeah. So uh, there you go. There you go. You can have that for free, folks. Uh, all mm. right, I reckon we'll go, shall we? Yeah. All right. Time. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, do uh, join us on the socials and tell everyone how, how good we are and all that. Indeed. And uh, we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Captain. Goodbye, Captain. See you, folks.